Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. I'll turn the metronome off and then we can start talking. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and me, Paul Dick. I'm sitting here with Gail Devoren. It's been... uh, it's been a while that we talked about doing a podcast. I'm excited to to be here because I've got a whole list of stuff. I said I was up at like three in the morning this morning and couldn't fall back asleep. And and this wasn't the only reason, but I wanted to kind of. Th- there's a lot to talk about. There's a there's a lot of history here, so I thought we would go over a bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, really excited to have you here, Gail. Yeah, it's fun to be here. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. You're saying that now. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. So. Um, yeah, I know we've got a lot to go over, so kind of wanted to maybe just get a little little bit of a, a background on you. So what's what's the life of Gail like right now? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to like, you know, when you were a kid, activity-wise and stuff like that now, but but who are you right now? Um, a mom. Uh, <laughs> mostly a These mom. These are trick questions. It's like, <laughs> think I'm a mom? No, yeah, really busy. Yeah. Lots of... Work. Work takes a lot of time. So I'm a professor at the U of M. Um, two young sons, teenagers that are taking up a lot of my time. and Lots of energy. <laughs> lots of energy. Try to get here as much as I can to work out. And yeah. Okay. And you're, so you're a microbiology professor, right? Uh, biology. Biology. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And so what's, explain that. So I'm, I, I study marine biology in particular, um, which is kind of weird being in the, Winnipeg. you know, being in the prairies. <laughs> yeah. So how did that happen? How are you in marine biology living uh, in Winnipeg? Yeah. Okay. So I did bachelor's, master's at the University of Victoria, which is where I grew up in Victoria. Went to Newfoundland to do my PhD. And so everything was marine. And then just ended up getting a job here and moved. And so now every summer I go out to um, Newfoundland to do research. Yeah, and you're there for like a month at a time or? Uh, yeah, I used to be. I negotiate uh, three weeks with my husband okay. <laughs> to go out there. Um, my students are out for, for eight weeks, but yeah. But I'm usually out for two or three weeks okay. in the summer, yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember because you were coming to Stark 1.0 and then... Uh, I guess there was a, a bit of a break in there at one point and you had said like, oh, like being fitter and stronger helped you so much when you were there. And then I think, I, I don't know what happened, but there was like some time off and then you were like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> you can't. Well, I mean, you realize when you get older that you can't keep up with the 20 to 25 year old students mm-hmm. who are doing amazing things. And a lot of what we're doing out there is super active and very physical. So like what? Like, okay, so we'd be, um, go out to an island say, for instance, and you can't land on the island, so a boat sort of pulls up next to an island, and then it's just throwing everything that you need to. So somebody jumps off, and you're throwing water jugs, you're throwing all the stuff to get it on the island for, so you can stay for a couple of weeks. And so, you know, imagine somebody throwing a big water jug, a big camping. <laughs> yeah, Here like you go. got to be able to catch it, right? Yeah. So, so all of this helps with that. And I never used to have to train for it when I was younger, but now that I'm older, it's definitely helps to train so I can keep up with them. 
So this is just to be able to stay on the island. You're having to get all that stuff. And then you have, obviously, equipment that you're using for testing and collecting samples and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of lot of computers, electronics, and things <laughs> like that that need to... I know it seems so weird you're camping with all this stuff. But, um, yeah, lots of tracking devices for birds, like seabirds and different things like that. And And when we're out on boats, we're out on ships quite a bit and... Yeah, being able to hold on to a, a carbon fiber pole, six meter pole to tag whales and stuff like that, you got to be able to handle that really well. So the strength helps. No kidding. So how long have you been going out there then back and forth for these trips every summer? Uh, since I started work here, so 2003. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I've been working in Newfoundland since 97, I guess. Okay. Oh, I'm dating myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, do you enjoy going still? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not very much fun if you can't handle it though, physically. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I still love it anyways, but trying to, you know, having to ask people to do stuff for you, like getting out of the way. So, so people can do the hard work. Go lift that heavy Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that makes sense. Um, So when you're out there, when you're on the boats, when you're, when you're on the island and stuff like that, are they just crazy long days? Are you like, what, what does that look like? Yeah. So most of the, most of the seabird work we have to do at night. So it starts, you know, 11, you know, depending on how much cloud cover there is. Mm -hmm. Um, but 11 till probably about six or seven in the morning just to reduce disturbance on the birds because they're colonial nesters. So like on a very small Island, there would be, you know, several thousand breeding pairs and so you have to really and they're all sort of jammed in together so and what are you doing with them are you just like tracking where they're going you're putting yeah we're catching them them. yeah we're putting tracking devices on air tags yeah (laughs) (laughs) pretty much actually we'd love to figure out a way to use those (laughs) because they're cheap um yeah some of the tracking devices are pretty expensive so we put them out and try to catch them get recapture them to get the data off of them so and you do that with whales too, you said? Yeah, so accelerometers and different things, like kind of like put a Fitbit on a on a whale to see how they, <laughs> you know, how they're moving underwater, how they catch food and things like that. Sometimes they have a little camera on them so we can actually see what they're eating and different things like that. So. And how long does that stay on them for? Uh, the ones that we've been using just stay on for like eight hours okay. or so. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of luck. The the seabirds still we can we have some that stay out for over a year. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then is there anything like what else are you tracking and going after? Yeah, <laughs> we're trying we're trying to okay, so we kind of focus on like the predators, so yep. seabirds, whales, um, but we also focus on the prey as well. So, so the fish, they all feed on this small fish called capelins. So, we do a lot of research on on the capelin as well um, because that kind of feeds the whole upper trophic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not a whole lot of sleep on this trip then. No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, you said when you were you were younger, you grew up in Victoria. Yeah. So you were born there, and then what 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 did that look like? Were you active growing up? Were you pretty pretty? fit and doing all the different sports out there? Or? Yeah, the parents didn't let us. They they said, you have to pick a sport. And it didn't matter what sport it was, I guess, unless it was super expensive. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but pick a sport and you had to do something every week, like be out, you know, 
two, three, four times. So, so I, I played soccer. And in Victoria, you could play soccer outside all year round. So, so it was awesome. Get a little wet in winter, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. a little wet, but yeah. you're wet pretty much all the time in Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> so. no kidding. Yeah. So when did you, did you move here on your own? Did your parents move here? What, what got you? No, no, I was in, I, I lived in Victoria, um, graduated in Victoria high school, did, did degrees there. Um, so it was really just when I got the job here that I moved. So I was already in my early thirties by the time I moved. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a shock coming from Victoria to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You're like, oh, this is exciting. I didn't know people <laughs> got a job like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So flat <laughs> and, and cold. <laughs> yeah. And then, so you you met Dave here then? Yes. Your husband? Yeah. 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 Okay. So within the first couple of months, I I decided that I wanted to. I'd been lifting a lot and and I was strong, but I wanted to get more into triathlon. So I met. I met Dave through triathlon. No, no way. Yeah, okay. when I first moved here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, I was just saying to Gail that Dave, we're going to try to get him on for a podcast as well because he'll have some some good stories to tell us as well about that. But oh, so you met Dave through triathlon. How long did you end up doing triathlon for? Um, until I got pregnant, and well, we got married, and then yeah, started having kids, and then trying to train. Four sports, I guess. Well, three plus, you know, trying to stay strong at the same time and um, just kind of gave up on that. <laughs> it was too hard. Took too much time away from wanting to, like, work yeah. and then wanting to spend time with the kids, too. So Yeah, something's got to give for yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So were you, were you ever someone who, like, did weightlifting, weight training, went to the gym and stuff like that? What did that look like? Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so this was pre pre this was triathlon. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was when I was doing my PhD, and uh, yeah, not lifting like Olympic lifting, but kind of, you know, I don't know how to put it, but like going Just into the gym and doing training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then what? So you ended up starting here. You're like one of the original gangsters from from Stark <laughs> 1.0, our little tiny space there, the pick pop store. What what got you into our doors? Yeah, well, I was, so the kids happened, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and yeah, everything, I, I had always been active, so, and I hadn't been since I had kids, and I found myself taking them to all their activities and, and watching them, kind of like we were talking about, and, mm-hmm. and it just sucked. <laughs> when you're sitting there watching and not participating. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, well, and Dave's super, like, my husband's super active, yeah. so, you know, everybody's active except for me and the family. So it was, it was time. And, and I didn't want to do triathlon, but I did want to do sort of cardio, but I loved weightlifting and, and actually Dave suggested, um, CrossFit and told me about you. So that's how I ended up coming in and then just loved it. Yeah. We were trying to figure out exactly when that was. And it was like, we're thinking around 2014, 2015 sort of thing. Something like that. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. The, the kids were pretty young. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, because they were doing, well, when we started running Stark Kids there, it was pretty cool because Hayden was like one of the, the poster children for Stark Kids. <laughs> that, like still have pictures of him climbing a rope and being all happy and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. uh, at the top there. Um, not like me from a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, oh, gosh. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, so they'd been doing start kids and it's pretty cool now that they're both they've both done like base camp, they're jumping into classes and stuff like that. They've they've been doing classes for a while now. Um Corbin more so than than Hayden. He's been on and off with hockey and stuff like that. Yeah. But um I was saying to to Gail, it's really cool to see them working out. I remember like doing stuff with my parents and that being way more enjoyable than just like having them come and sit on the sidelines and watch me play soccer or something like that. Yeah. So um yeah, what's like why why'd they get into coming in here because i know they're doing triathlon and stuff like that too and they do hockey outside of here and stuff so what what got them into the gym um well corbin wanted to get strong and he thought what we were doing was really cool so he was just yeah i want to come in and get strong and with hayden it was slightly different because um you know, he, wa- he, was, he was about to start hitting in hockey, mm-hmm. and we were trying to figure out... Well, he was trying to figure out how he was going to be able to handle that. Um, and so, yeah, the more I sort of researched and looked into things, it was, it was a strong body. So, so we got, started bringing him. He did base camp, I think, last February or something like that. Anyways. Yeah, it was in the old gym. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. So he started um, doing that, and he was super strong, went up a level in hockey, able to take some hits and give some good hits now (laughs) in his first year of hitting. So, yeah, that was really good. He needed to get strong. Yeah. And you, like, he's been on and off a little bit just because with like school and hockey and that, I know it's, it's, you don't want to overwhelm kids and get them doing too much. I know sometimes parents will bring their kid to their sport and then come drop them off at the gym after. And it's like, they probably don't need like, you know, to come and work out after they just had a game or whatever. Like, um, I definitely think kids need some, some downtime and stuff like that too, and just not overwork them. But, uh, no, it's good that he's taken some time off and then like you started either missing it or feeling, feeling not as strong. And, and that was yeah. the reason wanting to come back. And yeah. He was missing it for sure. And yeah, definitely the upper body strength was, was going down, which is you know, kind of the core and everything. Mm-hmm. His legs are super strong, but yeah, the core, he was noticing that he was starting to feel a little crunched, I guess, sometimes when he was getting smoked <laughs> into the boards. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so he, he actually initiated wanting to come back because he knew how strong he felt in the summer. So yeah. that's good when the kids want to initiate that and not just have the parents on board and, and pushing it sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, it has to be that way with with Hayden. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, when it comes to, like, Corbin's been doing really well, too, because he's been coming very consistently with you. It's like, usually when you're here, he's he's here with you, and same thing this morning. So, yep. yeah. Um, yeah. Is that something that you got to, like, push him to, you know, no. get your stuff ready? We're going? No. 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 Okay. He just, it's really good if we plan it, like sit down on Sunday and say, okay, these are the days we're going to go. And then everybody knows what's schedules. Are yeah. Different. And it's, you know, it's, it's depending on all the different things that they're up to and they're doing. So we try and schedule it and then everybody knows what the deal is and yeah. we just, okay, it's time to go. Everybody grabs their stuff and nice. out, out we go. Yeah. yeah. Planning ahead always works well. Yeah. It's critical. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you've done a couple um, Stark Wars. So we had our in-house competition just not long ago um, in January. And then we had one, I guess it was a year ago, November, you guys took part in. Was yeah. it the November one or, or did you spring. do a spring I one? I think it was spring a spring, one. yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys did that for the first time. That was like your first taste of like functional fitness or like CrossFit competition. So, and, and it's pretty like it's pretty flexible. We want people to come like have a good time and, and just have fun with it. And if you got to modify the weights and not, you know, go as heavy or do a, a prescribed weight or whatever, I want people to come and have fun with it. If we got to use different movements, whether it's barbell versus dumbbells or kettlebells or whatever, we're pretty flexible on that. So what, uh, what, what was your take on that? How did you guys feel with it? Oh, it was, I, I loved it. I, w- I had been too intimidated to come, to be honest, like, <laughs> embarrassing to say for six years or whatever but Corbin heard about it so older son right and he wanted to come he's like sign me up yeah I'm like okay I guess I'm coming with you so he was pushing you to do it then (laughs) yeah he it was his idea and I was kind of like okay well if you're in I'll I'll come and it was (laughs) so much fun I wouldn't miss one um moving forward and it was fun it was fun to come in the spring and then Sort of after um, we we did all the nutrition stuff and mm-hmm. um, and to come again after well not after but sort mm-hmm. of nearing the end of of doing all the nutrition stuff yeah um, that was amazing because we both walked out of here feeling fine mm-hmm. um, maybe a little rocked the the spring one we were completely rocked yeah <laughs> but then but then we felt fine coming out of the the last one and stronger so it was kind of a cool gauge to see how far we'd come so yeah and that's well let's talk about that the nutrition side of things because you guys had been you've been coming for a while you started nutrition I think it was like November 2021 does that sound about right uh it was it was August this year it was August okay yeah okay looking at then sorry we we did in april we did sort of the the sort of with your membership body scan okay and then we started in this last august, august. Was the nutrition. okay yeah was, sorry about that yeah was nutrition yeah okay so what what got you guys on on the nutrition train then yeah so you know we were corbin and i in particular were feeling really strong um but after the lockdowns and everything like that, we both realized that we had weight on us. And then if I look at Hayden, he kind of had the opposite problem where he was really, you know, needed more weight on him essentially and wanted to wanted more muscle and didn't matter what we were doing. Nothing was really changing for, you know, in either way for and all three of us. So, yeah. so we figured we'd come in, um, and and start a nutritional challenge. So that's well, it was I guess it wasn't a challenge. It was just the well, nutritional program. A, yeah, a it, it was a definitely a challenge for, for us. each of you. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's you know it's it's great that you're all doing it and, and like seeing the changes on on you know I, I would have to say you and Corbin mostly um, has been huge. Like even. I, I can't remember when it was. It was months ago. I was like walking down the stairs and I hadn't seen Corbin for a bit and he was wearing like a sleeveless shirt and I'm like, holy shit, he's ripped now. <laughs> like this is crazy. And then like same for you, like in your torso, your leg, like everything's looking like a little bit leaner, a little bit tighter. And like, it's, it's amazing to see. And, um, 
I know kind of doing those scans, we were talking about like, Hey, what kind of, you know, what kind of things are you, you wanting to change sort of thing? And you guys were talking about some of the snacking and stuff like that. And, and that stuff can really add up, especially with, you know, if you're having, you know, nachos and cheese and whatever, and you're doing it multiple times a week, like, yeah, that can add up fairly quickly. Yeah. So what are, I guess, some of the, some of the biggest changes you guys have made or, or even small changes that have led to big changes? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy when I think about Corbin, Mm -hmm. right? Because he, he, so Jazz started us out with, you know, increasing our water. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize, but we were de- all dehydrated all the time, it <laughs> turns out. <laughs> no idea. Um, you know, Marine starting. biology. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure you should know yeah. that, right? Um, and, and just adding in vegetables, you know, like even just the plate method was mm-hmm. huge for, for me and Corbin. For me, I needed to kind of track the calories a little bit more. So I, I was, I've been using my fitness pal to, to track calories, but, but Corbin didn't need to at all. He just Mm -hmm. needed the plate method, um, making sure snacks were snack size rather than full meals. Um, and yeah, and healthy, healthy snacks. So giving, you know, those, those kinds of, um, tips, like kind of the pro tips in the HSN, um, for healthy snacks and snack size snacks, those were those were absolutely critical for him. And he didn't like he doesn't even he didn't even really need to think about it, which was which was kind of amazing for me. It's like I'm you know I'm tracking a little bit, so I, I definitely have to think about it. But you know, just quantifying how much how many calories you're taking in um, on some of these snacks was was eye opening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And so for cor- the plate method um, that Corbin's using is like half your plate is vegetables, quarter of its carb, quarter of its protein. Yep. That's pretty much it. Like yep. it's, that's, I love it. It's super simple. Um, you know, for someone who isn't going to go and weigh and measure everything, it's just like, it's, it's very simple to follow. Um, and then, so are you weighing and measuring? You said you're using my fitness pal a bit. So I'm, I'm not weighing, but I'm, no. I'm sort of, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm scooping with a, like a half cup okay. kind of thing, right? Just to... Paying a little more attention to that. Yeah, I mean, for the first couple... Sizes. Yeah, exactly. And for the first like month or two, I was doing that. But now it's, you know, if you have the same plate size, then it's yeah. pretty simple to just... Gauge it. Th- yeah, yeah, just to think. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. even really have to think about it anymore. Okay. And then, like I know... Corbin's made some huge, huge changes. And like I said, looks, looks a lot different from even photos that I've seen of him like a year ago or whatever, which has been pretty amazing. So I know when you, when you tweak and adjust, if you're cutting out some snacks that are like really high cal versus like, Oh, having something better. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't like calling it a diet because it's like, I always think of it as like something that you do now to get to a certain point, but something that's not sustainable. Um, do you feel like what you guys are doing is, is fairly sustainable? Yeah, absolutely. Like we, we actually really didn't change things that we eat. Mm -hmm. We just changed the, the portions of it. We're pretty, we're pretty bland family. (laughs) Nobody likes spices or anything like that. So often, often what we were eating before was, you know, pasta, um, a meat or some sort of protein Mm -hmm. and some vegetables, but 
we were eating a lot of pasta, mm-hmm. not very much meat or, or protein. And yeah, so, and the vegetables were way less. Like if you looked at our plate, it was, it was not right yeah. the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, just reducing um, the carbs, not getting rid of them, but just yeah. reducing them down to that, you know, quarter of your plate and increasing the veggies. And, and I think the protein was huge too. I think we were really undercutting the protein. Mm-hmm. So making sure that we're getting enough protein and for Hayden, you know, who's a super picky eater, yeah. sorry to call him out, but <laughs> you know, so he's, he's been doing mass gainer, um, mm-hmm. you know, not a ton, but enough to kind of increase that. And, and he can see the muscles starting to come on. Pop out a little yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, cool. he has to work out with yeah. that oh, obviously, sure. but yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. That's awesome. It's great to hear that you, you know, didn't change a whole lot, but just kind of changed portion sizes and stuff like that and tweaked and adjusted because I know sometimes, I guess it depends on where you go. It might be like, Hey, cut out this, cut out that, you know? And I've talked to people who are like, Oh, I'm not allowed to have bread. I'm not allowed to have pasta. I'm not allowed to have, you know, this or that. And it's just like, you know, it, you might see some quick short-term results, but I don't know how sustainable that is for a lot of people. So when you're doing stuff that's just like tweaking and adjusting and you're seeing things going in the right direction and, and you're making progress with that and you're like, Hey, I can, I can sustain this. Like that's a, that's a great thing. Yeah. And you know, when we originally were talking to jazz, so I was, I, I had come in, you know, I want to do this Mm -hmm. for me. And, but it just turned out that the kids were, here with me that day yeah. and they sat in on it yeah. and they were like, Oh, do I need to do that? Do I need to do that? But then somehow they just got on board with it and were super keen to be involved in it. And, and the one thing I said to jazz is if I have to completely change and make my own meal and, and a different meal for the kids, mm-hmm. this is not going to work for yeah. me. So oh, for sure. we need to, we need to group it together and, have this work and have this work because there's no way I would have the time to make you know three separate meals for everybody and yeah not a chance so has Dave kind of like fed off of some of this too like yeah yeah I mean when when we originally started Dave was actually away and he was doing Ironman okay um and I was trying I was just trying because it was the end of August and I was trying to get everything like if if we have to rejig all this, I want to get it done before the semester starts in yep. September, right? That was kind of my thoughts. But then it was like, oh, this is actually super easy. So <laughs> yeah, so Dave, Dave, yeah, Dave's gotten on board. He's doing the plate method and he I mean, he's a meat and potatoes kind of person. So mm-hmm. having him eating a lot more veggies, he's found that to be really good too. So good. yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, some of it's like Dave, Dave's he does triathlon. He, he's how many decades in is he? Like oh, more, more than yeah, 20 three. years, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's 30. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> 30 years old and been doing triathlon for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So he, he does a lot of volume too. Like he'll, you know, oh, I did a 20 K run yesterday or a 30 K run or whatever. I'm just like, holy shit. Like I haven't done, I, I can't remember. I, I don't think I've run 30 K in a year lately, but yeah. it's like pretty, pretty crazy. The amount of volume that he's doing. So yeah, the amount of, of food that he's going to need to, like, you know, recover and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll talk to him about this, too. But, like, that's going to be different than, you know, for 
for you with your work if you're sitting behind the computer like teaching students or doing yeah. lectures and putting stuff together like you're going to be more sedentary throughout the day unless Absolutely. you're making it to the gym or getting out and yeah. maybe doing some of the tri workouts with Dave and the kids and stuff like that so um, do you feel like the volume of food that you're eating has changed a lot or no less more or just maybe at first you know it was uh, I was thinking that it had to be reduced mm -hmm. but now I'm eating probably I don't know way uh, definitely more than I was eating before but it's just better better food yeah. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. my plate is getting bigger and bigger as, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but it's veggies and it's yeah. good stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's, But if yeah. you're having higher quality, you need higher volume too, yeah. right? So it's like, you know, you go to McDonald's or whatever and you get a meal and you can have like easily 1,600 calories in a meal. But you try and do that with chicken and sweet potatoes and, you know, spinach. It's just like, that's a lot of yeah. chicken and sweet potatoes and spinach. Yeah. Sometimes it's, yeah, you're eating, you're sitting there eating going, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> just, I don't know yeah. if I want to finish this. Food but. fatigue. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, those are all really, really good things. I know you said you haven't noticed a whole lot of changes weight wise, but like body composition has changed a lot. Um, when you get the measurements done, I'm sure there's probably some pretty big changes there too. So, um, does that, does that mess with you? Like the number on the scale staying fairly similar and then no, no, I, yeah, I've never, I don't know why <laughs> I never cared how much I weighed. No. I, I never weighed myself growing up. I, if somebody asked me, how much I weighed, I would have no. had no idea. I was never that kind of a person. Um, and I was hoping to keep the kids away from, from that as well. Right. Yeah. So, you Just know, you're obsessing about it. Yeah, and, yeah. You're thinking about weight and you know, you can yeah. go down a bad yeah. hole there doing that. So, um, yeah, we wanted to talk about how we felt we looked, mm -hmm. um, you know, how we were feeling when we worked out more, when we ate properly, those sorts of things. So kind of keeping it, keeping it more about health and not about weight. And it, yeah, the weight never really bothered me. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, the, the fat weight going down and the, yeah. you know, like, yeah, so that's... it tells you how many pounds of fat you have on your frame. It tells you body fat percentage, tells you lean muscles. So yeah. And that's, that's what I'm looking for. I could care less how much I weigh. I yeah. mean, nobody's picking me up, so I don't really care how much I weigh. Yeah, your husband's a triathlete. He's not lifting you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Well, actually, now he's lifting you again. Yeah, so, so maybe you we'll will. See. Yeah. We'll see. You'll have to keep us updated. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's good that you're not, you know, focusing on the, the weight on the scale. I know I've had some people that even looking at some of the in-body numbers – you know, they're, they're not losing weight fast enough for what they feel they should be. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I am eating better. And, and you're looking at these numbers and it's like, okay, you're, you're a pound down from the last weigh-in a month ago. So you've lost a pound over a month. But when you look at the breakdown, it's like you're a pound, your water weight has gone up by like two pounds. Your lean muscle has gone up by two pounds. Your body fat percentage has gone down by four pounds. So it's like, you know, th things are changing. And now you're like, you've dropped two notches on your belt and stuff. And they're still looking at the number on the scale going, but the, the scale hasn't changed. And it's like, <laughs> like banging your head against the wall. Like, but look at all these other, but this number is still the same. So oh, that's, yeah, could, that's a good attitude. Yeah, <laughs> I could care less. And I didn't, yep. I didn't really want the kids mm -hmm. 
like, because Hayden and Corbin and I were all weighing in kind yeah. of thing or, you know, yeah. getting scanned. Yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't call it weighing in, but getting scanned. And so I didn't want them really looking at the numbers. The numbers that I wanted them to focus on if they wanted to were, was, you know, the change in the body fat percentage. So for Hayden, that we wanted that muscle. up. Yep. And then for, yeah, for me and Corb, we were like, like focusing on trying to get that down. Right. Yep. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, and did, did you really worry about that, about them obsessing over it at all? Or cause that's, it's tough with, with kids, like, you know, you want to give some general like recommendations and stuff, but you don't want to be like, Oh, you got to weigh and measure if you want to lose weight and stuff like that. And you know, what they've done is, is perfect. Just like tweaking and adjusting things and changing snacks and stuff like that, especially before bed that add up. But were you ever worried about them getting like obsessed over for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, at first I wasn't because I always thought that that was a, that was a female thing. Like I would, if I had daughters, I'd have to be really concerned about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then talking, you know, to Dave, um, you know, and trying to figure out like sort of not strategies, but Mm -hmm. ways of kind of going about this. And he was like, Oh no, I think you actually have to be more concerned about, about, your sons than your daughters even. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So when we, when we started talking about that and Dave's got a lot of experience with that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so I was, I was really concerned, um, about that and, you know, them seeing, you know, the body mass index and, the obesity, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. like maybe they don't know that, and you know, what yeah. that actually means or something like that. But yeah. I was concerned about that, but, but There's, they blew through that. And, yeah. There's yeah. certain things you could talk about and like put on a higher pedestal than other sort of thing and focusing on like, you know, how you're feeling and, you know, gaining lean muscle and stuff like that versus the, you know, here's your body fat and, you could show that it's trending down and stuff like that, which is great. But yeah, I, I think it, it is tough. Cause you don't know who's going to like go home and Google, you know, how to lose weight. And it's like, Oh, well you stop eating and then they start hiding food or whatever. And yeah, I've heard some people talking about that. And even, um, talking to someone just recently, they were saying like their seven year old was just saying that they needed to start exercising so they could lose weight and, and be thinner. And it was just like, you know, changing the narrative so that it's like, you want to be, you want to be exercising so that you feel good and so that you feel strong and so that you're able to go out there and kind of do whatever you want rather than, you know, just being skinny or, you know, whatever they're they're doing or seeing. Yeah. That would freak me out if, if, if the kids were talking like that. Um, so luckily they weren't and yeah, and they're not, and you know, the numbers, are, like there's a lot of numbers on that scan, which mm-hmm. I actually think for kids is is a good thing because they're just like whatever. <laughs> I don't know what this all means, right? Yeah, it's and cool to learn about it though, and it then is. It, like yeah. grow up kind of knowing about it and just yeah. But those little numbers up in the right hand corner, that's like this is how much you should lose oh, and stuff yeah. like that. That's the one that I wanted to make sure we weren't focused on. Yeah. Um, you know, th- there was a couple times where it was like, what does this mean? It's yeah. like. Well, you need to put Don't on weight. You need yeah. to lose weight, but yeah. whatever. We're not worried about that. Yeah. We're coming here to be healthy, and it's no. it's not just the exercise. It's everything kind of in a holistic. Yeah. Um, another another thing that was that was kind of key about the nutrition or um, was sleep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
So jazz, so jazz got us on, um, you know, a minimum of seven hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And so what were you doing before? Oh, well, I, I, you know, I don't even know if I should say, but no, say it, you know, say like it. The, the pyramid yeah. thing, right? You yeah, know, yeah. and yeah, so I was, I was lucky if I was getting six hours of sleep. Yeah. Like really lucky. Um, and, you know, you come into the gym and you don't feel like progressing ever, yeah. right? Because you're just kind of like, Run oh, I'm just kind of here to move. And because you just don't have that energy to to push. And so the more than seven hours of sleep, I mean, I'm not getting eight, but I'm definitely getting over seven. Well, maybe not. Between seven and yeah. nine is a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely the over seven though, like throughout yeah. the fall, yeah. I was just like, all of a sudden I'm feeling like I, I want to push harder and, yeah. you know, so that was huge. And that was big for Corbin too, because yeah. he, you know, he's getting up early to go to high school earlier than Hayden. Hayden always figures out how to get his seven or eight hours of sleep or yeah. even longer, actually way longer than that. And he, it, he doesn't function on less than eight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but Corb can, Corbin and I can kind of push that, that low sleep if we need to, or, yeah. or if we, whatever. Yeah if we're dumb enough to do it. <laughs> so, um, so that sleep was really, was really key for, for him and I too. And that was again, one, one of the habits in the HSN that we did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, that's huge because I think, you know, we, we have our, our stark building a stark life pyramid and, and sleep is at the very bottom. And kind of when I was like designing it and looking at it, it's like, if you have shitty sleep. And I, I remember when, my mom passed away and Lexa was having night terrors for, it was over a week and Lori and I were getting like three hours of sleep or less a night. And I was, I remember driving home, like just wanting to fall asleep or just like, just wanting to end it. Like it was just not good. Like your, your mental capacity, just, you know, I'd be sitting down talking to someone and like in my head, I would just be like, shut up. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, you just want to walk away. Please stop yeah. talking. <laughs> and it's, it had nothing to do with them. It was just that lack of sleep just messes you up so much. And, um, I remember the first night that Lexa had fallen, like slept through the night and I like slept eight hours and woke up. I was like, holy shit. Like this is it's like game changer. I feel yeah. like Superman. And eating habits were shitty just because like, and exercise was pretty well non-existent because you just don't have the energy for it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, and, and relationships with people, like you just don't feel like talking to people, like you just don't want to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was just such an eye opener. I'm like, okay, like sleep needs to be the bottom. Cause if you don't have sleep, like you're not going to have good relationships with people. You're not going to, you know, yeah. want to eat well. You're not going to be exercising. So like, that's got to be a good solid piece at the bottom. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I guess I'd, I'd pushed for a long time, um, you know, sitting down, you know, working during the day and then sitting down after the kids went to bed, Mm -hmm. um, for a couple hours, you know, reviewing stuff or, or something for students. But then it started, the kids started, you know, staying up later and later. And I hadn't really, you know, rejigged the whole schedule to the point where, it was just, I wasn't, I wasn't getting a whole lot of sleep. And, and, and for a long time, I, I was doing the 715 class in 1.0. Yep. And then in 2.0, I was doing that for a little bit. But then, then it was just the six o'clock class. Yeah. And that was, 
I mean, if I, I was going to bed at midnight and then coming for the 6 a.m. class and, yeah. and midnight oh, yeah. would have been That's like, yeah. you know, the best, the best yeah. time that I went to, but that would have been early. <laughs> so yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so what did you, what did you adjust? Was it, was it a big change or was it there's small adjustments to, to get that extra sleep? The sleep, the sleep was kind of a big rejig of everything, but I mean, you know, Dave had been on my back for like years that I didn't sleep. He's like, you don't sleep. <laughs> this yeah. is never going to go well. Yeah. And yeah, so instead of working in for my couple hours in the evening, what I started doing is going to bed with the kids, mm-hmm. like, well, a little bit after the kids, so 10, 10.30, mm-hmm. and then getting up at like 7 and getting some work in before they go to school. And then, yeah, so I'm still able to get in little chunks. So yeah, yeah so that's worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. It just probably took a little bit, a few weeks to kind of get in the habit and get used to it. Yeah, it was just, yeah, the habit thing is like all of the habits that, that we built in just sort of slowly. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, that was the way to do it. Because I was just yep. expecting that we were going to redo everything right at the end of August. And it was going to be this big thing. But slow, that slow integration of habits was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that seems like it's the best way to go rather than people who are trying to make big changes over a short period of time usually doesn't stick. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, I think, like, it's been pretty amazing seeing what you've been doing, like, coming here. And, and the b- biggest changes have probably been within the past, well, since, like, COVID ended, right? Yeah. Like, it was over last year in, in March, right? <laughs> so <laughs> some of the biggest changes, I think, were, you know, I guess the nutrition and the sleep and you guys are coming to classes very consistently and it's like seeing some great results from it. So, um, yeah, I think just kind of like tweaking and adjusting and, and making those things yeah. happen has been huge. Yeah. And no huge major changes. Yeah. And it's just working. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool though. Pretty cool to, f- to see it happening too for, for the whole family too. Yeah. Right. Not just for myself, but for, both kids and they're doing great and progressing really well in all their other sports and school and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty neat. Hashtag winning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, is there anything else you want to maybe go over or add? Like you, uh, yeah, you've done a lot, actually weightlifting. You guys have been doing some weightlifting like with Craig too. Oh right? yeah. So. That was awesome. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Hayden absolutely loves it. Yeah. Yeah. And well, so does Corb, but yeah. I think Corb would rather do the classes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a couple times where, you know, when we're doing clean and jerks in mm. class and you realize, you, I look over at Corb and, and he's strict pressing it, yeah. right? He's like, why can't I go up and wait? Yeah. It's like, because you're not you're doing it right. Strict pressing it, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so going to actually to a bunch of those of, of Craig's class and just saying, slowing things down. Yeah. And saying to coach Craig, Hey, can we, can we work on these things? Cause we're noticing that we're, we're not doing it well in, in class. And so that's been, that's been amazing. Um, because you know, base camp is great, but once you get into some of those really quick movements in a, in a workout, your form just, yeah, your form just kind of gives up. Um, I mean, it shouldn't, yeah, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough. And I know like, 
if you're doing it, if you're doing it a lot, when, when it comes to like, you know, barbell snatches, when it comes to clean cleans, we do a bit more in class, which, which ends up being okay. But like jerks, split jerks, stuff like that doesn't come up a lot. And I think it's, it's a little bit of a struggle just because not everyone's super crazy about the lifts. Some people really like it. They like how technical it is. They like how, you know, chasing the perfect clean and jerk or the perfect snatch is, you know, it, it's amazing when you get it, but it takes so long to get good at it. And it takes so much practice and you got to be doing it multiple times a week. And it's not like it's something that you're going to in regular like group classes where you're going to program it a whole lot as well. So, um, it's definitely nice to have those classes to go to with Craig and, and just oh, focus yeah. and dial in some of that stuff, some of the more technical stuff where you could do it a little bit slower and, you know, maybe you're doing repetitions of it for an hour, hour and a half or whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like over and over and over again and, and drill it in. Um, but yeah, it does take time and practice and years to get good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, so that's been great. I mean, you know, coming in for an hour and a half and working on just clean and jerks. Um, you know, you're pretty, (laughs) I was pretty sore after that. I don't know if the kids were so much, but, um, it's a lot of repetition. (laughs) Yeah, but it was great. I mean, it's not, we weren't trying to do it with heavy weights or anything like that. It was really just to get the technique, but it's funny after that one, you know, one session Mm -hmm. of that, you know, I look over at Corb doing clean and jerks and he's, and he's, and he's doing the jerk instead of, you know, strict Strict pressing. (laughs) So, so little, little tweaks. I mean, that kind of combination of having, you know, coach Craig and and the classes. And I, I mean, obviously if you've been coming for a long time, you probably have a lot of those moves, but, um, but for the kids where they're just starting out, well, I mean, I totally benefit from it too, though. No, for sure. Anyone can benefit from that. And I think it's, 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 doesn't matter if you've been coming for a long time or not. Like some people are maybe a little bit more intentional with it as well. And like, just want to be sponges with it. And others are like, not a huge fan of this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> so Don't make me do it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, what's on the workouts today? Oh, snatches. Oh, I'm going to miss today. <laughs> or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's great that you're, you know, kind of dialing some of that stuff in and, and making use of that and seeing, seeing the benefit to it as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a process and it's definitely not an overnight, an overnight fix, getting fitter, stronger, healthier. Yeah. Um, and then some of the more technical stuff, like once again, takes, takes time. So. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we've got a goal, bo- uh, like a whiteboard at home yeah. now. Yeah. And so everybody's got their their little goals written on them. Some of them are pretty funny, but, um, you know, some of them like, like I want to get a muscle up. I want to, you know, do a proper snatch someday, (laughs) you know, like, I want to have a half decent looking snatch. (laughs) I mean, the goals were pretty vague and pretty broad at first, but now they're, they're dialing in to a little more specific. Okay. Within a couple of months, I want to have this and, you know, strict pull-ups, you know, those sorts of things. And, and trying to do that and not, you know, hurt yourself doing it too, which is <laughs> <Definitely>. another, another <laughs> fun, fun issue. I mean, but not for the kids. They yeah. can kind of, they can increase that volume pretty quickly, but I, I can't. 
As as math, masters athletes, we need to be a little bit more conservative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But I, it's but it's good to have goals, and I think oh, that was sure. um, probably the very first thing when I was filling out the questionnaire mm-hmm. in Stark 1.0. It's like, what are your goals? You know, oh man, I can't remember how you worded it, but it was kind of like, huh? I don't know. I was just going to come into the gym. You yeah. know, like that was. But but actually having to sit down and think about what those goals why? are and why, why are you here? Yeah. And the why I think that was what you were emphasizing is that why what is, is your why is yeah. going to be what kind of keeps you going and and motivate you to keep coming right? Yeah. And I I find that's really important and and thinking you know trying to help the kids think about what their goals are and you know it's 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 helped them to. Yeah. Because they've got they've got plans and they they know that they want to get there. Yeah. Well, no, it's yeah, it's good to ask yourself why when you're doing certain things, and it's it's good to kind of ask yourself over and over again. I don't know if you've heard of the five whys, and I I'm trying to remember where I heard of this. I think I don't know if it was an audiobook or I, I'm sure it was an audiobook actually. And uh, I remember driving down Chief Pegwis and listening to it and. Uh, they were just talking about, you know, if someone wants to come in and they want to lose weight. And it's like, okay, cool. Why? And it's like, well, I want to feel better. It's like, okay, why? And you just, <laughs> you pretty much just keep asking. And it's like, well, I want to, you know, I want to fit into these jeans. Why? And you just like keep going and keep going. And it's like, well, because, you know what, my parents, like when they were getting older, they were doing less and they were starting to put on weight and I saw their health deteriorating and I could see myself going that way. And, you know, if I can fit into, you know, those jeans, that was a time where I felt like I was good and fit and healthy and I was exercising and stuff like that. And it's like, that's what I was that's, looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's not the just the, yeah, that's yeah, not just the, you know, I want to lose weight. So, yeah, sometimes it's, it's good to ask and, and dig a little that's bit cool. deeper on some yeah. of that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. All right. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> Is there anything else you're doing here that we missed out on? I don't think so. Uh, I guess I guess the one thing, like sort of last thing maybe, is, you know, you mentioned the kids doing Stark Kids. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, if I look back on that, and I, I talked to Ali, I mentioned this to Ali one time. It's like, did you, you know, out of out of both kids, did you see you know, what they're going to, what they became now or what mm-hmm. they've become now, right? Like, would you have expected Corb to be in here so much, right? Versus Hayden and, you know, those sorts of things. And I probably would have thought Hayden would have eaten it up more. Yeah, me Corbin. too, right? Yeah. And, but Corb's like, regardless, yeah, regardless of what you think they're doing yeah. when they're five or six or seven. Yeah. And you know, maybe one's more into video games, more sedentary, maybe one's, you know, whatever, get them in, get them doing stuff. And it's going to teach them, you know, that doing lots of stuff. They'll um, find something they like. Yeah. And it's like, so, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, this or, or something else, but just knowing that not being active is, is not an option, right? No. Sorry, that was two negatives, but <laughs> they have to no. be active. They, that's mandatory. So pick no. something, right? And that's no. kind of how my parents were with with us. So 
for yeah. sure. And that's what we're doing with Lexa too. It's like she loves gymnastics and stuff like that. Yep. She's, I, you know, who knows if she'll ever do it competitively and not pushing for that. But it's like, hey, you're learning some good body awareness. You're having fun. You enjoy going. You know, sometimes you'd rather not, like on a Friday or whatever. It's like, oh, I just want to sit at home and watch Paw Patrol. It's like, no, go and we'll bring her. <laughs> and then she just loves it. Like, yeah. she's happy. She's always happy. She goes and does it. But, you know, just sometimes dragging her every once in a while. But, yeah. And it's it's cool, like, seeing Corbin when he's in here. Like, he, he always looks happy to be here when he walks in the door with you. And it's never, like, you know, it doesn't look like you're dragging him here or anything like that. And I know... Sometimes like we've had some kids here where their parents would drop them off same age and stuff like that. And they, you know, the kids would just sort of, they'd be here, but yeah. they wouldn't, they wouldn't really be here sort of thing. It's like, Hey, like, I know you got more in you. I know you're capable of more and it doesn't matter how much you think someone has, you know, certain abilities and capabilities and stuff like that. It, it's kind of up to them to, you know make use of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the coaches, I mean, the coaches are so amazing that They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you no. know, starting yeah. I'm, you know, here I am, I'm bringing in a 13-year-old with me. Yeah. And so that's a lot of pressure, or not pressure, but extra work to put on a coach mm-hmm. who's having to watch this 13-year-old, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's been amazing too that level of support that everybody's given us, um, for, for Corbin and Hayden as they're, you know, as they're learning these moves and it's like, Oh, that's going to hurt you. Don't do that that <laughs> yeah. way. Right. Like, and, cause yeah. I'm watching them and I'm trying to work out and watch yeah. them at the same time, but I'm not a coach, so no, I you, can't really tell them. And you need to be focusing on what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. So oh. that's been amazing too. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. No, it's cool. It's, it's, awesome having you guys here and like yeah your whole family's here now <laughs> so yeah yeah we're all we're all in <laughs> you're all in <laughs> so no it's very very cool to see and just like all the changes you guys have made and how consistent you've been and and yeah it's just uh yeah looking forward to seeing kind of kind of what's next and yeah we'll definitely talk to dave and see get some some info from him on like some of the races that he does. Cause I think it's so cool and important to do things outside of the gym as well and, and yeah. just be outside. And, you know, it's great that people are coming in here and lifting and sweating and learning and moving. But I think just being outside and being, you know, in nature, whether it is out riding on your, riding your bike, running on trails, stuff like that. Like that's just so much I don't want to say so much more enjoyable, but <laughs> it's, it's so much more enjoyable when you're, you're feeling fit and healthy and strong and you can just go out there and do whatever you want from all the stuff that you're doing in here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and being able to go out and do that after yep. coming in here is, is pretty amazing, right? Yep. Because you've, you can, yep. right? You can kind of do anything. Awesome. I think we should leave it at that. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Gail. I know you said uh, you were a little nervous just because of like previous <laughs> media <laughs> media experiences, but I think this was pretty good and we didn't have to cut any of it up or edit it. So oh, that was awesome. There you go. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to, uh, to hang out and chat and share kind of like your, your story and your family story with us. And hopefully somebody learns something from it and Hopefully it makes you guys a little bit better than yesterday. Yeah. Thank you, Gail. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Paul. Take care. Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. 
Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.